Hi, it's Caroline, and you're listening to Get a Clue, Stories of Business, my podcast about change management, restructuring, and transformation. And I talk about all kinds of ideas I have, and I try to reflect back on my experience and share insights from all the years I have already dedicated to corporations and other organizations. I am the youngest sister of an older brother, and that has certainly prepared me quite well for surviving in a male-dominated corporate world. When there's only two siblings, the dynamics are quite often similar. The oldest one has to fight for her or his rights, is probably quite independent for at least a little while had his or her parents undivided attention, might not be so happy when there's a younger sibling showing up in the picture and is usually quite independent. While the second sibling might be a bit more protected, learns from the older sibling, it might benefit from certain privileges that the first sibling had to fight for but also was never a single child because there was always another sibling. So did not always get his or her parents undivided attention. So far so good. When there's three kids, dynamics change because then there's the firstborn, then there is the last born, so the baby of the family, and then there is the kid in the middle. Why don't we call them sandwich children? The kids in the middle are known for being diplomats, for making sure that everybody in the family is happy. It's just a role that they get used to early on. And because it's family dynamics, it's often not brought to the surface. There are unspoken rules, but everybody has a job to fulfill or let's say a role to play. My hypothesis, and this is a chapter that I actually created for my book on change management, is that middle managers are sandwich kids. And this might be a very unusual approach when referring to middle managers, but please give me the time of the day and let me explain. As a middle manager, you are such a classical example of what managers have to endure during a project. And let's you know face it, it doesn't have to be a change project, can be any other project. You have to make your boss or bosses happy but you also have to maintain morale within your team. So you also need to make them happy. Now, when there is a transformation going on, there's a lot of added pressure because you have to make the higher echelons happy. You have to rally the troops, so your team, your direct reports, and at the same time, kind of like come to terms with what's going on. Q, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, I feel like I refer to her quite a lot. If you don't know what I'm talking about, she's the American cis psychiatrist who created the grief curve, who was later on used for a change. And that helps people make sense of the different emotions they experience when they go through a change process. Because middle managers are sandwich kids, I mean, they really are. I have the impression that they don't get enough attention and they deserve a lot of attention because middle managers are those that will help turn the ship around. Um, they're usually loyal. They've been with the company for a while. They know what regular employees think. And they they have like, you know, like they know, like they're in the know. They have tacit knowledge. They know what's going on. 
um, they can report back to the higher echelons to explain how you know what the what the culture what the ambience is like whether people are happy with whatever project is being implemented or not but middle managers often don't get the resources that they need to become cognizant of their elevated or exposed role but also what it entails so being in that double bind of having to make the higher echelons happy but then also somehow act as a cheerleader of your team is not an easy feat during any project but of course also during a transformation i recommend that you cater to the particular needs of middle managers after all middle managers they're like you know they have to make the parents happy but at the same time console maybe a younger brother who's wailing because he didn't get a piece of the cake and that's not an easy situation to be in and in a transformation project any other project really supporting middle managers can consist in different solutions you can set up bi-weekly or monthly conference calls with them where they can simply air their concerns talk about what they need and get a sense of being seen and of being able to create solutions with their peers because don't forget if it's a global company on a global organization then Middle managers will be all over the world. They don't get to talk to each other so often. I also think just providing middle managers with a one pager about the particular bind they're in, in terms of organizational dynamics. So you, as, I, as I referred, right, having to report up, make the higher echelons of management happy, but at the same time also act as a cheerleader for your team Acknowledging that and bringing it to the forefront of middle managers can be helpful as well. And I think praise. When do you praise your middle managers? Do you? Do you actually do that? When it's a situation with a lot of cost pressure, when people get laid off, then middle managers they act like the backbone of a company or any other organization. I think they usually don't get praise. They don't get recognition. So praising them, recognizing them is the way to go. When you're a sandwich kid, you're used to being the diplomat in the family, the one that so elegantly manages conflict make sure make sure everybody's happy things ahead make sure that the youngest is taken care of ensures that the parents are happy and the older sibling and, and these kids sometimes forget their own needs and 
what will make them happy. So to account for that in an organizational setting is to really change how much recognition middle managers get. And I'm not even talking about bonus payments or any other sort of financial compensation. I'm also just talking about sending digital kudos to somebody, you know, like an email that says, Hey, great job. Thank you so much. Or during a company wide call, acknowledging this particular group or just organizing dinner with them, if it's possible, things like that. As I said before, this, this constellation of middle managers being sandwich kids and being in a particular bind when it comes to having to make the higher ups happy, but also fostering team spirit and acting as a cheerleader while at the same time handling one's own emotions is seldomly brought to the forefront. But in particular, in situations when there's a lot going on, like a transformation project, like an MA project, like any other change, this group will help you make or break the deal. They are the backbone, they need to be seen and they need to be catered to and supported. In my family, I actually wouldn't have minded having a third sibling. I do wonder, would I have been, would I have preferred to be the youngest or the middle child? Quite honestly, I would have preferred to be the eldest. So maybe I'm not the kind of person who likes to be a sandwich kid. And becoming aware of your own role in the family system and maybe also how that impacts your career that my dear listeners is most likely the topic for yet another podcast episode thanks so much for listening can you please let me know whether you find my comparison between sandwich kids the child in the middle and middle managers very random or do you like it? Does it resonate with you? Or do you feel I'm completely off? Thanks so much for sending me any sort of feedback and comments. I appreciate it. This is a rather short episode. And without further ado, thank you.